So, man to man podcast. We're here in uh, we're here in Trout Lake at uh, Becoming a King retreat. This is the end of day three. So mm -hmm. the, the retreat is is three basically three and a half days long, right? Or two? It's actually two and a half days if you add it all up. But um, but but three and a half days. We started Thursday. This is the end of Saturday. We have one more session tonight. I'm here with Michael Bucker. You're from Arkansas, yes. as you know, yeah. and you drove all up there. So um, I mean. You've been doing this for a long time. You and Mike go way back. Yeah. Uh, you've been doing retreats with Mike and mentoring men for, I mean, 10, plus, 10 plus years. Yeah. 10 plus years. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the, the pretty obvious question, at least to me, that jumps in my head is why? Why? What has made you commit that much of your life and time and resources to mentoring young men? Oh, gosh. I've never been asked that before. But it's a good question. I, I, Pretty sure. For me, I grew up without my father around, mm -hmm. and I had a youth pastor. We were extremely poor, so we couldn't get to anything, do anything. And my, I had a youth pastor that always came to our house, make sure we were at this event, that event. I needed to go to church camp. He's like, oh, he found me work for the summer to earn my way to church camp. So he was always big on no one ever being left out. And so I had a father figure. Mm -hmm. Somewhere in my life, my entire youth life, and and so it was just like it was given to me. You got to do the same thing because you know your life and, and your relationship with God came from other people giving it to you. So mm -hmm. you can't not give in to other people. So that probably the biggest single-handed thing, mixed with probably several things from my mother. And she was married to somebody. Um, he wasn't really a father figure. wasn't a bad man. He just went to work, came home. Sure. Sort of type of thing, which, which created some handicaps to me, obviously, because that's all I knew is supposed to provide. Right. You know? And so but having the example of other men in my life, um, it's just God tugging at my heart. You know, you, you, you actually, you know, I'll tell you when it started. Thank you for asking that. Now I know no. exactly when it started. I was in Conway, Arkansas. And I was walking in the backyard, and I was talking to the father. And I said to him, men don't show boys how to be men. There's like, no, they don't do it. And women don't show how, girls how to be women anymore. Mm -hmm. And then the father said to me, he said, so what are you going to do about it? I'm like, well, I got Aiden. That's my son. I got Aiden. Now I'm going to teach him how to be a man. And that's not doing anything about it. That's you just being a dad. Right. What are you going to do about it? So good. And I was like, I guess I'm going to start mentoring. So I just, I think as soon as I let anybody know, everyone's like, all right, I have a son. I have a son. Right. I have a son. They just started piling it locally, single mothers. But that's not always it. And it's sometimes it's a full family. They have a dad and a good dad and a mom. They just need that outside voice. Right. You know, that's not them, mm -hmm. um, which I'm learning actually with my son. Uh, as a matter of fact, because I have several, I've mentored hundreds of young men, mm -hmm. and my son, I'm just dad to my son. Right. Like, I, I, I have such honor with men that, that are able to bond with their sons, because my son's like, you're not cool, dad. Mm -hmm. That's all he thinks about me. So some other man came to me, no young man came to me, knowing who I am, and he's like, uh, kind of timidly, do you care if I mentor your son? I'm like, please right. mentor my right. son because right. he ain't listening to that for sure. Like, have it. I know the effects you can have it being not the non-parent mm -hmm. or even just 
re-saying something your parent said, he'll say, and he'll listen to that person. Right? It started with, it started, I guess, I guess I do it because it was done to me, but it started when I talked to God, and he's like, what are you going to do with it? Sure. So that's what. Which is a great, right? I mean, that's such a great motivator it, to have that, not just, not just I want to give back, but I have direction. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have specific direction. You have some meat to grab onto and sink your teeth into and go, OK, I have direction. And mm-hmm. so many men, I think, are missing that. Right. And, and that's why they're looking for mentors and, and they need another guy to come along because they don't have that direction. Yeah, and they exactly. need somebody to a lot of guys just need them to just point wind them up and point them in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Right. And say, right. hey, this is a healthy direction to go, you know. And you have a son who's, I mean, he's, he's, how old is 19. your son? 19. 19. Okay. Yeah. I met him a, uh, a couple months ago. And um, so you have a son who's 19. And so you're, you, so I like to surround myself with men who are both in front of me at the same place as I am mm-hmm. and, and behind me. That's kind of, uh, that's where, that's where God is, is really spoken to me and said right. that this is important. Right. And um, I, I, I often in my life had had a lot of guys up until the last couple of years who were. Um, behind me in in this process, but I didn't have a whole lot of guys that were in front of me right. in, at the same place as I am. Now I've got that. So so you're you're in that. Hey, you're a couple steps ahead of me. You're since nineteen. Mine is sixteen. Right. Uh, so you're a couple steps ahead of me. So um, what if you're going to speak into a, a dad mm-hmm. who has a sixteen year old? Now you're going to rewind right. to you three years ago. Right. What do you say to that dad and say, hey, this is this is the the mo- if you get this right, right, you are doing fatherhood right. Oh gosh. Okay, so yeah, because I know exactly where I fell down at with my 16-year-old or 15 or 14-year-old, doesn't matter. Exactly where I fell down. He actually gave me accolades when I would help. He's like, Dad, help. I don't know. He, it was funny when he was younger, he, at that age, 16, he was like, Dad, I don't know if I want to help people like you do or if I want to be a musician. I'm like, well, son, you can do both. But what was funny is he watched me constantly give and relate to all these other kids, but I never, I did not do it. Did not take the time to understand him. I'm relating to all these kids, that, 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 and, and I'm thinking I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. And I realized, I think at basic, is I realized that, you know what, I never, I didn't know how to parent my own son. Mm. For some reason, I didn't know how to relate to him. And, and, and I'm smart enough. I didn't slow down helping so many other young men. I did not slow down and say, okay, what makes you tick? Okay? You tell me what makes you tick. I, I thought I knew, but he's, he's so, so different than what I'm used. And the young men that are drawn to me are similar type. Right. Yep. And my son is so different than I was that I did not stop to say, I thought I was fathering, mm-hmm. but I was fathering him in my version, fathering okay. him, not the version that he needed. And I was just like, so I would say, slow down. Don't, don't think you know how to father that particular child, right? Because they may need father different and you got to get their input somehow. Got to, got to get out of yourself and say, oh, how do I think like him for just a little bit so I can know how to father him, right? Because I thought, oh, dude, I'm a great dad. No, I was, I was convinced I was a great dad. I'm doing all this stuff that I knew was never done for me, right? So I'm like, I'm nailing it. Yeah. That sounds like, no, you're not, dad. <laughs> you're not nailing it at all, as a matter of fact. Yeah, maybe you provided 
for us. Maybe you were at my, I mean, I was at his event. That wasn't it. So I'm like, okay, so I'm going to the events. I'm piecing music and drama and all that. I'm paying for like extra voice lessons because that's what he's into. So I'm supporting what he did. So I thought that was it. And I missed it completely. I just thought, I, because that's still the provider mentality. I'm mm -hmm. providing voice lessons. I'm going to, I mean, choir is not fun to go to, right? <laughs> right. Choir, like, sucks for dads. You're like, yeah. You're, and, I, and I purposely. the action? Yeah, and he doesn't know this, but I purposely did not pick up my phone. Sure. He's up on stage. He can't see anything. Right. And watched him instead, because mm -hmm. there was choir concerts in band concerts. Oh, wow. oh. Yeah, and, but I'm like, I'm going to be there for my son. My dad didn't go to my stuff. I somehow thought I nailed it. Sure. And he let me know you didn't. Dad, I didn't feel like I could come to you. I didn't feel like I could express myself to you. I'm like, how did I, how did I, to this day, I'm, I'm actually still wondering how I'm, like, I still haven't got the full solution. Right. And, and so, yeah, don't think you know. Find out from them what they need somehow, if it's directly or indirectly, or, or if they have a sibling. Sometimes they'll talk to their sibling. Sure. Go to the sibling and say, you know, what is he telling you? Mm -hmm. what, what are you getting from him? Right. Because every child's different. Now I have other children, and they were easier because they related more like I related. Sure. So I was nailing it with them because I was, and I thought I could do the same for him, but you can't father everyone the same. Right. It's, it's tough, you know, when I had that same mentality, right, of, of uh, trying to give my sons what I didn't have. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I am giving you everything that I didn't have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that, and that was the way I felt like, boy, if I had had these things, right, right. I would have felt fathered. Right. And so now I'm going, well, I'm giving you all these things. And my sons are looking at me going, great, well, I didn't ask for that. Yeah, I don't you know. I, I, I never needed that. I didn't ask for that. <laughs> and, and, and then it builds up this like, well, what the heck do I do then? Right, right, right. I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? You what don't do you want mean? That? Yeah, I would have loved that, right, right, right. right, right. Uh, and, and it's hard. It, it really is. As a, as a dad, then, then you have to just you have to throw the whole thing, have to throw away the whole playbook, and yeah, now what, right? And like yeah. you said, dig into in their heart mm -hmm. and figure out, okay, then what do you need? You yeah. know, what is it that? You, and that, yeah, that's with my sons. That's the last. I mean, the last about a year and a half. So, I mean, I'm not, right, right. I'm not long in this right, journey right, right. at all myself, but it lasts about a year and a half, you know, just often asking, is asking more questions than having answers. And I think that's probably key to continue because I'm the type of person that will ask him at 15 and I think I got it. Mm -hmm. And at 16 or 17, he's changed. He don't need that thing. Right. So I'm thinking I'm nailing this still. He's like, Dad, that was, that was me at 13. Right. I don't need that. I've graduated to this other yeah, thing now. Yeah. And I'm, thinking, I'm long past Crap. that. But it's like, I guess it's that constant open communication. It's just weird. I'm a great communicator. Yeah. But I, I failed when it came to him. Sure. When it came to that, because I did not, I just thought I knew. Mm -hmm. And I didn't. And I did know for this personality, but I didn't for this other personality. So, yeah, that's communication on their level, not our level. Which, again, you know, part of what we've been, one of the things we learned about this weekend, right, is the different styles of relating. And, and, you know, and Morgan talks about how Jesus utilized all these different styles of relating based on mm -hmm. the situation and who he was talking to. And mm -hmm. that's almost the way you have to be with kids and you're, you're relating to where they are at that moment. Mm -hmm. And then they might need something different at the next moment. And, mm -hmm. and to be able to float 
flow from one style to another like that. I think that's why moms are so good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they're good at that. I watch my, yeah, Yeah, I watch my wife and I'm like, come on. How do you do this? So like, she thinks of things and she says it. And I'm like, how did I not think of that? Yeah. And to her, it's just normal. They're so relational. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I fight it. <laughs> like, yeah. Really? I racked my brain for the perfect thing to say, and then you just splurted it out? Yeah. Like, well, and then maybe that's another key. Maybe go to you, who, if, if it's someone that has a wife, maybe ask her to. Maybe ask the sibling. Ask your son your, himself. Ask the sibling and ask the mom. Right. Because there, there's three different views, and you probably need three different Right. You know. Because, yeah. So, um, you know, again, you've been, so you're from Arkansas. Obviously, we are not in Arkansas. Yeah. Um, but you've been coming up here and doing events with Mike for right. quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'll go back to the first question, really. Like, what, what has created that bond between the two of you where, you've, where you're like, hey, I, I, like, this is something that I want to continue to do and that I want to I make this 14, 16-hour trip, uh, you oh. know, and, and be here. And, and, you know, how is that relationship kind right. of? That, that relationship, one thing, making this particular trip is a, is, a, is another answer, actually. So, okay. so why I continued is, is when I first went to the very first camp. Um, and Well, first off, someone had to talk me into that camp. Like, mm-hmm. like for two or three years, John Dawson, his name, he kept on saying, hey, you got to come to this boys' meeting. And then he knows my weakness. So one year he lied to me. And, and he said, <laughs> Mike, yeah, man, we're short. And we're short adults, man. We don't have enough like staff. Sure. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I'm I'm in. I'm coming to that gap. Can't not have your camp, right? Even right. though I didn't want to come to it. And so I came and and, and and Mike's leadership was cool because the very and this is what well, several things got me stuck, but it was Mike led by letting God lead. Sure. He didn't he didn't necessarily think he had to control any one service. And I'd never seen that before. Usually it's sing three songs, do this, pick up the offering if you're in church. It was so structural. Mike would, he was the leader of the whole thing. He could start and shut down anything at any point, but he actually let God speak through different people at any given moment. And it was something a little bit out of the ordinary for me. Now, coming to this particular session, and this is where I'm going, I would encourage someone on the becoming a king mm-hmm. i went to basics yep i got very little out of basics it, which was weird because so many people get so much out of basic right, right? And, and and i think i gotta attend another one because maybe it was my timing or something sure but all these men and then while i'm there i'm naming these men in my head that, oh i gotta get them here because they need this healing and, and a lot of the stuff that happened in basic, for some reason, I felt like, you know, I had handled a lot of that stuff. Sure. I did yep. in my life already. So I was mm-hmm. like, I did come to this thing. And, and, and although guy in that, in that exactly the one thing I, maybe I came for that one. Right. He said, you don't know how to parent your son. And I went home and apologized. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't know how to parent. I thought, I, and I explained to him what I thought I was doing right. And so. I'm just gonna be honest on this one. So, so I, I, Rich, Rich said, "Hey, we're having a second one." I'm like, "Dude, okay." So the first one, well, here's why. I was like, "Okay," and and I may have gotten it wrong because it's my angle. Because all these men are getting so much out of base. I mean, so much. Even some of the men that were here, so much healing, so much goodness out of. I was like, 
Dude, I, I've been hearing about this wild at heart thing. Men reclaiming their masculinity. Wild at heart. Men reclaiming their masculinity. And I get there and it's all about your feels. Everyone's getting in their feels. and all. <laughs> Like society has shoved that down my throat for the last 10 years. Men need to be more feeling oriented. Of course, they're doing it in an unhealthy manner. But I was just like, huh? So I'm like, what about wild at heart re- 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 reclaiming your masculinity? Not understanding that it's a process. Right. And, and maybe I was okay with it. Maybe the first step wasn't necessarily my step, even though I didn't need to hear one. So when I was coming up to this one, I text Rich. Is this one going to be about your feels again? Be like all in your feels again? I said, I'm okay there. Right. I'm like, I don't have no, I, I, because the father raised me from 14 years on, the father as in heaven. So I, that was my father to me. So my dad being gone, I, I really had, didn't have feelings. Sure. And, and, and I think many people do, and, and I probably should have. Right. But I felt like I had a father and the best one. So I loved it. And when my father did come back around, I'm like, yeah, let's go do guys' nights out. And we're like, I'm not holding nothing against the past. And, and that was just me, and that's just me individually. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, so I really didn't want to come, to tell you the truth. So I said to myself, you really don't want to go. Probably means you need to go. Probably need to go because you <laughs> it's don't good to know yourself, right? Yeah, you yeah. probably need to go. The fact that you don't want to go because I learned how the enemy works along here. If you're, he's really trying to pull you away from something, you probably need to go to that thing. God's not going to tell you don't go to a men's retreat where you're with a bunch of other men and finally get to be a man rather than a man. He's not going to tell you not to do that. So right. But I, I wasn't processing that at the time. I, I just know the enemy well enough. That if, it, if, if I'm having this strong a feeling like, oh, I don't want to go, probably need to go, right? Yeah, so, so yeah. And, and, and the Father spoke to me because I was already making a, I, I started last Sunday on uh, several trips up the north. I'm from Arkansas. I had to go to Indiana, Michigan, and even here to Minneapolis, all on business. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so you're going to travel for that? Right. Oh, wow. Not right. me? Gotcha. <laughs> all right all right so i came mm-hmm. and, and and i'm not i'm just one of those i'm just not sure you've seen I, a lot i've seen a lot and mm-hmm. i've lived the faith life since mm-hmm. i was 12 since i was 14 i started studying the bible since i was 17 i started hearing god's voice and i've given myself so even in those circles i'm just like but i've always had the desire of against the society that's trying to break down masculinity mm-hmm. like it, even if we i just got to get around men that feel the same whatever right you know and so god i came to this one and i'm like all right see what's gonna happen more feelings and maybe, <laughs> maybe i didn't know i said maybe it's not yeah. i don't know yeah sure and there was a little bit of that in there but god is just like wrecking me the entire time and wrecking me in a different way i'm not a teary up guy sure. but i my i still have tons of feeling and he's just like you need to fix this and you need to get it for me he yeah. said you have to hand me your business Ooh. Ooh, that's a tough like like I've, I've been working like 60 70 hours a week right now yeah. and he's like so you've you've done okay why don't you dial it back to about 30 hours and then hand it i feel like i need this i'm like i'm hand you now, I know him well enough. Yeah. What can I do? Right. He says, here's what I need you to do. You've handed me so many parts. Guess what you're really, like, stressed out about? 
my business. Mm -hmm. Don't have to hand it. Matter of fact, once you get up earlier, and you usually get up at 6 a.m., that's what I got to do. I'm, I'm doing it right here. Now I'm accountable. Right? <laughs> yep, so yep. It's like you got to get up at 6 a.m. and give me two hours and 40 minutes. That's in wow. your day. Okay. Uh, your day to me. Sure. And I'll give it back to you, like he was saying. Yeah. And he's like, two and a hours and 40 minutes. Now, I had a time in my life where I was 17 years old. This is a, a different story in itself. Maybe we can talk about it sometime. But where God had me, and I did it, and I wanted to do it. I prayed six to eight hours a day, every day. For wow. There's all kinds of stories. Sure, I bet. And I then, bet. so he's like, look, you used to do six or eight hours. Yeah, but you were pushing the buttons on that <laughs> So he's like, you can do two and a half now. Wake up every day. Give me the first two and a half hours of your day. It's 10% of your day for 24 hours. Now watch and give me your business. Hand it over to Amber, my new employee. But she's brilliant. Hand it over to her. Give her the brunt of it because she's brilliant enough to take it. You don't have to be your hands. Sure. But talk to her on the way home. She's going to be ecstatic about it, by the way. He's already told me. <laughs> Take a step back of your business is pretty important to build it right. I'm at the building. Like, while I'm at the foundational stage, Dad, the right. Father, while I'm doing the foundation, he's like, yeah, hand it to her. But you're handing it to me by handing it to her. Sure. And watch what I do. Wow. There's a sign. All right. I have to go back to bologna sandwiches. I've just now graduated to turkey sandwiches. So I have to go back to bologna sandwiches. <laughs> This is on you. But I've never not given him anything. So I, but I, this is something I have to do. Right? But it's just like, you told me that you were building this business to bless people, and I am. Mm -hmm. The whole reason for my business is blessed. So why don't you give it to me? Mm -hmm. Since that's your purpose. To right. see how I grow. So plus, you're doing it so you can spend more time with me. How about start spending more time? Mm -hmm. And then let me grow. How about instead of growing it to spend more time with me, spend more time with me and let me grow it. So good. Get your hands on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully we get to have another little session. And I can sometime down the road and I can tell you what happened off, off of that because I'm I'm literally gonna do it. Good. At a time that I don't want to let go because sure. it's like sensitive. Mm -hmm. I'm still at the foundation. God, because I I grew it really fast mm -hmm. in about 18 months. And it's time to slow down and like secure the foundation. Right. Like, you want me to step away while the sound foundation needs secured? Like, yeah. But not only in that, there's like two or three, two or three things about about give this up to me, give your sexual life up to me. Mm -hmm. Um, that we don't want to do sometimes when you're a single man. Blah blah. blah. Give this. He's he's like commanding. But see what I do. Right. See what I do. And 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 it's the most impactful part so far. Is listening well everything i've gotten nuggets out of everything sure but listening to the other men's stories you find out that god's going to tell you what to do by hearing them they think they're just sharing their story mm -hmm. right then god gives you answers like we had a guy in our group that he's lived a pretty good life mm -hmm. his struggles are not the same as people who's had a rough life struggle and he didn't think his story was that significant because he hadn't had the struggles of the rest of it. I've made more notes of his session than I had right two days because God's like, oh, you need that, you need that, you need that, you need that, you need that. Right? I'm like, and then in some of the other sessions, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to use tell them that, tell them that, tell them that. For me, because of the way I'm made up, I, I'm, I love when he 
starts to correct me, uncomfortably correct me, because I know he's after something. Right, right. Yeah. I love any more, even more when he allows me to speak to somebody else, because that's my gravy. Like helping anybody in any way in stature. You know, because he, he's built me. He, he, he carved me out to want to give an answer to someone that gets him a little bit further out of darkness and into light. Destroying the darkness in any way that I can. Sure. You know, spitting in Satan's face for somebody in any little way I can to help them in any way that, like, move, that motivates. Sure. So, yeah. It's, it's, it's good. The story groups here are an interesting thing because they, it feels like they're here for the person telling their story, but it's really a two-way street. Mm -hmm. I mean, when, you know, the, the you know, uh, Morgan says, actually, John, John Eldridge said it in one of his books, but he says, you don't really, you don't really know a man until you know a story. Mm -hmm. Right, and that is um, getting the opportunity to really know other people, but also to know yourself through their stories. That's one of the things yeah, that absolutely. Morgan, when he talks to the the leadership of this retreat, he says, you know, hey, the stories are for that person to tell, but what you should be asking yourself is, what in your story is for me, mm -hmm. is speaking to me, mm -hmm. because every single man's story has something in yourself that you can go, okay, I need that. Now I need to grasp what he's got there. Right. And that's kind of the cool part about the story groups is for the person telling the story, it feels so good to be able to tell your story and have men listen right. for guys that are hearing the story. Mm -hmm. It's so neat to get little things from those stories. Yeah. So it's, I, it's I didn't realize story. that because I, I, I want, I wanted to be, tell my story last. Okay. So God told me to tell it first because I wanted to tell it last. <laughs> of course he's got yeah, it. Like, so okay. you got to do it first. And so I get out there and I'm thinking, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm not painting any of the pretty pictures. Okay. I'm going to bring my junk in this one. Like I've never done this. I bring my junk. Sure. And so I'm thinking I'm bringing my junk and I'm just like letting it stuff because mm -hmm. I need to let something out. Sure. And then in it, I find out this guy. It's totally inspired by what he's like, I'm just taking notes. Yeah, he's like, I'm totally inspired by what you said. I'm like, oh, I thought I was just supposed to confess my ugliness. Right. And that yep. was just like because I needed to release it. Sure. And, and, and yeah, so it's, it's, you're right. It is unique how it's a yeah. dual fold thing. That's awesome. So uh, we'll kind of wrap a little yeah. bit. Um, the last thing I just want to say is, so so you've been to, you went to basic in January. Mm -hmm. You were becoming a king here. You've kind of gone through that. So if you could go back to Michael. When, when you were first asked if you should go to basic, mm -hmm. right? Uh, go back to that guy mm -hmm. and give him the sales pitch as to why you, at that point, needed to start that journey. Oh, okay, good. That's a good question. Okay, because you don't know, <laughs> right? Because you don't know. Right. You think you know. You think you know, especially if you're veteran in faith. You think you know. Mm -hmm. And you thought you didn't need it and foundations are never pretty right yeah. so you went to basic right mm -hmm. you don't think you need me, even after i went but you can't build on a foundation you can't build a house unless you have a foundation right. sometimes that's not the, but the next step the next part that god's put in you can't put it there unless you do that right yeah so it's important to have that because it may not be pretty. It may not. You might not walk away saying because when you look at a foundation of something, like oh, that's kind of can't live. It's it, just flat. Right. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't have the foundation, you can't build the castle, right? And so, 
if I didn't go to that, and if I didn't get the few things that I did get excited about, and now that I'm going to this, God's like, got to do? Go back to basic. Mm. Freaking, all right. All right. <laughs> He's like, because almost like I, I, I got something there. Mm. And then just to kick Satan in the teeth, I'm like, you're not going to get me not to go to this of that. And I came here and just transformational. And I'm not a guy that's easy to transform. I'm just not. Just I'm a veteran at all. And I figured I got to figure it out. So you got to do something above the bar for me. Right. right. And God's like, ah, you, you're a kindergarten. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, I got you. And so he did. But now I'm thinking, did I miss something, basic? Oh, right. Do I need to go back? Go find the hidden. What did I? Yeah. That's a, and I've heard from some guys. That's what made me think. Maybe you need to go back. I've heard from some guys that have been to like five basic. I've been to four, I think. Yeah, and yeah. every time I go, I'm and like, how did I hear this? Yeah, like, yeah. Mike you... actually said to me, like, I think, he goes, I think the session's changed. I said, no, it's the same. He goes, no, the last session is different. I said, no, Mike, no. it's the same. And that, I have the videos. Trust me, it's the same. That's what I've been asking him. <laughs> right. What did you not hear last? Because of all these other men, and they're guy guys too, and they're not easily impressed either. Right. He's so, been to like eight of them. Yeah, so what did you miss? <laughs> right. Like, maybe you need to go back. So good. Like, I do, because I do that with movies. Sure. I'm like, how did I not see that? Right. So, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, it, it, because uh, they say it, and I've always thought it was cheesy, by the way. Trust the process. Right. Yeah, now I got to say trust the process, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have to say the phrase, yep. you know, even yep. though I was like, that sounds, they're saying it all. They just want you to stay longer, right? Because <laughs> right? you know, just keep coming. That's all they just want. You're, that's not the truth. No, it's yeah, actually saying trust, trust the process because you need to trust it. And no so, matter, even if you don't think it's going to go anywhere, it's going to. Sure. So yeah, that's the. Yeah. Cool, man. That's good. Well, I appreciate you being here. Uh, to to wrap, I wanna. I just want to acknowledge you, um, and one say thank you for being here. The last mm -hmm. couple of basics, it's been or the last couple of events, it's been great. Um, you know, hearing your story and get to know you. Thanks for coming and sitting down with us and doing this. And I want to acknowledge you for uh, listening and for mm -hmm. hearing God. You know, when, um, you know, when, when you spoke to my son, I, funny enough, moments after you had left, I had kind of been walking and I looped around and I ran into him. And mm -hmm. he was like, man, I just ran into this guy. I don't know who he is. I, you know, I don't know. He talks funny. Accents, yeah, what accent, that means, yeah. right? <laughs> For a fourteen-year-old, right. and he's like, you know, but man, he just had like one thing after another after another. And what he said was, he goes, "I wanted to take notes, but I thought it would be rude." No, oh, and I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm like, this is a great, you know. I say, buddy, it's it would be an honor if I was talking to somebody and they were taking notes. Yeah, yeah. and he was like, oh, okay. Um, but that's like, that's the impact that you had in that. And so I wanted to honor well, you for that. I had no idea if I had any impact. <laughs> you did. I was just given what the father told me to give. You did. So I want to honor you for that and thank you for that and acknowledge you for listening because mm -hmm. man, it's so easy to miss if mm -hmm. we're not willing to listen. Right. And you have developed that over the years and you've been practicing it for a long time. And so, you know, it, for guys like me who can watch you speak into my son's life, mm -hmm. I just, I'm so appreciative of that. And I thank you so much for having developed that because it's, you trusted the process with right. God mm -hmm. and you developed that over the years. And now you're able to impart that into, you know, young men who, who need it, frankly, uh, and need it probably now uh, more than ever in history. Uh, yeah. So I yeah. really appreciate it. I appreciate it. Bro. Thank Thanks. you, sir. No problem. All right.